know, we can't do anything about six months from now. We've got to go day by day. If you don't like it, then you're welcome to leave. But that's the way that we do things around here. We play in New Jersey, man, so there's going to be some chippiness. There's going to be some griminess. But we're leaving it within the line. And I'll take a team like that. Once a giant, always a giant. For me, it's only a giant. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by the USA Today Network. I am the aforementioned host, Art Stapleton, and I am coming to you from Tucson, Arizona. Yes, that's correct. You heard me right. The campus of the University of Arizona, which is the home for the New York Giants this week, in between games. Obviously, you are well aware that the Giants lost on Sunday in Miami Gardens, Florida, to the Miami Dolphins, and now they are in Arizona trying to keep their bodies accustomed to the warmer weather, very humid in Florida, but now they're preparing to go to Los Angeles on Saturday at SoFi Stadium and play the Chargers. So this was a trip that was planned by the Giants over the summer. Joe Judge put a lot of thought into it. Obviously, the expectation was that this team would not be 4-8, uh, maybe even would be 8-4, and four, and contending not just for a division title, but right in the mix for a playoff spot. That just not has happened. So it's... An interesting week, to say the least. As Leonard Williams hinted today, you know, it was a little weird. He was a little upset that they would have to spend this much time away, especially during a season when things are not going as planned. But I think the team is adjusting. You know, and I'll give you the lay of the land after we do our Giants interview this week. And I think, as I joked to him when we talked today, he's probably the most talked about giant this week. Maybe Daniel Jones and then this player. And he wasn't even a giant last week before Wednesday. That's Jake Fromm. So got a chance to sit down with Jake Fromm after practice on the campus of the University of Arizona. Beautiful facilities. If you haven't seen any of the pictures from practice Check out my Twitter account, at Art underscore Stapleton. Also, we'll have on NorthJersey.com photos throughout the week. I will be here through Saturday morning and then fly to Los Angeles and get ready to cover the game at SoFi on Sunday and then head back to New Jersey finally on Monday. So without further ado, I want to get to... Our interview with Jake Fromm and you know you just start doing research on on Jake Fromm we all seen Jake Fromm in college at the University of Georgia where's he been the last two years he's been in Buffalo we talked about it he was the quarantine quarterback last year for the Bills Socially distanced from the team as a rookie. Just imagine how hard that is. You try to adjust to a league. He was a legend at Georgia. Started since he was a freshman. Essentially forced Justin Fields to transfer 
to Ohio State because he kept his job with Kirby Smart's team. So when you mention the name Jake Fromm in Georgia, you're talking legacy. You're talking a legend. So it was very eye-opening for me to do research for our interview to try to hit on some things that I did not know about Jake Fromm. I suggest and I urge you to go to NorthJersey.com as well. I did a everything you need to know about Jake Fromm story that posted on Tuesday. So make sure you check that out. And then obviously after our interview, we'll talk big picture where the Giants are at. We'll also talk, I'll, I'll give you an inside look at what's gone on here in Tucson to start. Where does Fromm fit in the quarterback picture? What are we hearing on Daniel Jones and Mike Glennon? I'll give you all of that. And we're going to get to our interview with Jake Fromm. After this, a word from our friends at Tipico. Tipico Sportsbook, a global sports betting leader, is now live in New Jersey and Colorado. Make your favorite sports more interesting with Tipico's fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. For a limited time, new users from this podcast will enjoy a special welcome bonus. Terms and conditions apply 21 and over. See site for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Get your bonus today at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Now, without further ado... Let's head to my interview with Jake Fromm. All right, so we brought the podcast to Tucson, Arizona. We are here with the Giants. And with me this week, probably the most talked about Giant who wasn't a Giant less than a week ago. Yeah. Jake Fromm, thanks for joining me and uh, welcome. Yeah, thank you for having me. So, you know, as I said, this time last week, you finished your first practice as a Giant. And today you go out there and essentially taking all the first-team reps or a good majority of them. Uh, and if you end up on the field on Sunday, it's your first action since the Sugar Bowl against Baylor. So that's a wide range of experience and emotions. It's been quite a week, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, sure has. Um, uh, definitely crazy. Uh, enjoying the weather down here in Tucson. Um, you know, just for me, it's just preparing um, and, and doing the best I can and trying to learn a game plan and, and trying to go out and win a football game. You know, when it gets to a, a point when a guy like you comes onto a team, the beat writers kind of scramble and say, okay, let's dig in on Jake. It's not like you're from a, a small school that no one knew you. I mean, we've all watched you. We've all seen you. So it's easy to find quotes through the years of, from coaches and teammates. Uh, but I found something from Kirby Smart, which I thought was interesting. He said, Jake takes things that are broke and fixes them. He makes wrongs right. And he said he just that comes down to decision making. Is that a quote that you think defines you as a player and as a quarterback, especially in college, but even now? Yeah, I wonder percent. You know, I mean, just, um, you know, football, it's it's all about reacting and, and uh, you know, uh, formation scheme, you know, pass play, run play, whatever it is. Sometimes it's not always drawn exactly the way you wanted it to, you know, when you were uh, drawing it up during the week. So you have to, you know, make wrongs right and uh, do the best we can and try to execute. Now, when you, you go ahead, you move forward now, what has been, you know, the getting here? We talked to you last week. Take me through the, the steps. You had just finished the walkthrough, right, mm -hmm. with yep. Buffalo? Yep. 
take me through those steps and how the range of emotions and how that went down. Yeah, uh, walk off the field or walk through. Um, you know, have uh, uh, you know the GM you know tell me um, that uh, you know hey I I got it picked up by the Giants, and um, from then on out you know make a few phone calls and um, you end up getting on a plane, show up late one night, show up Wednesday morning and. Uh, yeah, try, try to learn football, try to learn a new offense. Did I hear that right, that once you arrived in New Jersey, mm-hmm. that it was essentially meet a guy from the Giants in the lobby the next morning? Is that Did, did that happen the right way? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, is there anything that you could look at in past experience and kind of relate to what you had to go through last week? Yeah, I, I don't know if I could. Um, I just... Um, you know, honestly, it was, it was all so exciting. It happened really fast, but uh, man, I'm just super thankful to be here and, and, and thankful for this opportunity. What are the cram sessions like with Jerry Shaplinsky and Nick Williams going mm-hmm. back to last week, but also now, obviously, Jerry is kind of yeah. holed up in his hotel room, so it's all virtual. But yeah. what is that like? What are you focusing on when you got, when you're kind of breaking it down? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no reason, you know, at this point in time to open up the whole playbook and try, you know, try and learn every every single intricacy of the playbook you know right now it's just you know learning a game plan learning you know 100 to 150 plays and um you know just know know everything about those plays and and try to go out and execute something that really hasn't been talked about the last week or so at least i didn't see people talk about it and i ended up finding it is that your experience as a rookie i mean you're kind of used to these unique situations right i mean you were essentially the quarantine quarterback for the bills last year right you know, you were socially distanced, right? Yep. You, you didn't practice necessarily all the time with the team. What what was that experience like? I mean, if you had to sum it up for people, what what's that like as a as a rookie, and and how does that affect kind of your adjustment to the pros? Yeah, I mean, I would say it was definitely tough. Um, you know, when um, you know exactly what you you thought you know NFL football would be like, but um, you know, I was thankful. You know, one to get drafted, and two to to have the opportunity to sit back and really learn a lot about the game of football and, and learn what NFL football is all about. So, um, you know, it was an opportunity for me to learn, and um, I, I feel like I'm a better football player from it. And, um, you know, now it's just, you know, you know, a chance to, you know, maybe show all that I've learned, you know, in, in the past year and a half. The isolation part of it, was that hard to get used to? Yeah, that was. I mean, because you really didn't get a chance to bond with teammates the way you normally would, right? Yeah, it's tough for me. You know me, I'm, you know, an outspoken, outgoing person and, right. um, you know, love hanging out with the guys. And, yeah, that was uh, that was definitely tough for me. Talk to me about Jake Fromm, Little League World Series star. Uh, I loved going back and, and watching the videos from then. They're easy to find on YouTube. I saw you hit three home runs, right, for Warner Robins in, hit a few. in 2011. Uh, shortstop, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What was up with the nickname Manchild? Yeah, uh, given to me by one of my uh, one of my teammates' dads. Um, you know, uh, you know, love, love baseball growing up, and uh, that was a, a really cool opportunity to play there at the League World Series, and uh, you know, play at a really high level. Who was who was your uh, baseball player that you kind of emulated? Oh, I loved to watch Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones was uh, was my guy growing up. Got to keep that a little quiet in New York, yeah. especially for Mets fans. Yep, no doubt. Uh, I also saw that you you loved ping pong battles with the team from Japan. Mm-hmm. Was yep. that what was that like? Yeah, uh, that's fun. You know, they, they could definitely have a little bit of a of a different style. So uh, I don't know. It, it was just it was just fun, a neat experience. Uh, you finished your career at Georgia with I think it was thirty five and seven. The the appearances in the the playoffs and you know, whenever people 
type you type in Jake from and Georgia, the legend kind of grows online. What what's the most proud part of the legacy that you had at Georgia for you? Do you think? Yeah, um, you know, for me, you know, uh, uh, you know, I was blessed to really be a part of a, a lot of you know winning you know football games, and uh, you know, we, we did some some really awesome things, but. Um, you know, I, for me, I'm, I'm most proud of the relationships I made along the way. Uh, a lot of great people there, University of Georgia teammates, and um, you know, and you know, speak of teammates, you know, I had the opportunity to play with a bunch of, you know, past teammates and, and play with them here. So, um, you know, those relationships they they grow and they uh, they transcend, and um, just good to see them here as well. I know you talked about it uh, for years, so many times, but the Jake from State Farm. Jake Fromm from uh, State Farm. I can't even say it right. Take me back to high school and how that whole thing started. Yeah, you know, just uh, just a neat commercial and uh, just trying to run with it. And, um, you know, thought, thought it was a good, some good humor. Too bad you can't be in college now with the NIL, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would have been profitable yeah. for you, yeah. I would think. Yeah, yeah. probably so. <laughs> Size up the college football playoff for me. Obviously, I don't want to get on your bad side and bring up what happened last week mm-hmm. with Georgia and Alabama, it's all right. but it's all right. how about, uh, how about Georgia, Michigan? What do you like from your old team? Yeah, uh, I think it's a good matchup for us. Um, I think, uh, um, you know, our defense is really built for stopping the run. Um, uh, and, uh, I think it'll just be a, you know, a good matchup. I think it'll be, you know, Michigan's up front versus our, you know, defensive front and, uh, you know, whoever wins that battle will, I think will win the football game. Uh, we usually end these, these interviews with kind of two minute drills, some fun questions. Uh, what would you say the favorite moment of your football career is? Uh, I don't know. Got a lot. Uh, winning in Rose Bowls was really fun. We'll go with that one. What What do you remember about that yeah, experience? Uh, just uh, just the week out in L.A., uh, just uh, the beautiful field, uh, high-scoring game, uh, double overtime. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a really neat experience. A reporter in me is hearing you say in the week in L.A. and all that stuff, and I'm thinking, oh, hey, well, that would kind of be a nice bow to – Tie up if you're out there yeah. starting in yeah. in uh, in SoFi. Yeah, no doubt. Um, anyone who's checked out your Instagram knows you have some outdoorsman hobbies. Mm-hmm. So I got to ask you, what's more rewarding, catching a big fish or hunting the turkey? Uh, I don't know. That one. That one's tough. Um, you know, I, I probably lean a little more on the hunting side. So uh, getting a turkey would be uh, would be probably a little bit more rewarding. And I, I you know, I I feel like I'm I'm at a loss because. I don't have your caller here, so I can't ask you to, to give me some turkey calls. Oh, <laughs> oh good. I, I won't do that. <laughs> so so the, the last question is kind of a unique one for you because you've only been with this team for, you know, seven days, I guess. Uh, but if you were stranded on an island, yeah, if you had to pick two teammates now, do you know enough guys where you could actually say, yeah, I want these guys with me? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it back to my Georgia roots, and I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna take Jr. and Andrew with me. So Jr. and Andrew, yep. Drew, kind of protecting you a little bit. Absolutely, you know, Drew can he can do all the big work, you know, around the island, and uh, and Jr. can go, you know, find us some food, and you know, I guess I'll just make the fire and keep us warm at night. And I'll I'll do you the favor. I'll send since everyone else picks Leonard Williams. Once you get a yeah. chance to know Leonard yeah. Williams, he'll do the hunting as well. Okay, all right, sweet. Listen, Jake Fromm, it's been a whirlwind so far. I hope everything goes well for you this week, and who knows, and we'll see you out there on Sunday. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, my special thanks to Jake Fromm for joining me. Today was a little bit of a crazy day because the Giants took the practice field here on campus for the first time this week. Uh, They arrived here after the game on Sunday night. 
from Miami, and I've really spent the last two days. The players had an off day yesterday, uh, and then today is really their first full day of practice going in. So Fromm's an interesting story. So before I give you the lay of the land of what what's gone on here uh, and what we kind of witnessed today, uh, let's talk the quarterback situation because that's what everyone wants to talk about. First, let's go with QB1 when he's healthy is Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones and Ronnie Barnes, really the head medical chief of the Giants for decades, actually took a little bit of a detour and went to Los Angeles to visit a specialist for the neck issue that Daniel was dealing with on Monday. No new news. Uh, Joe Judge said there's no reason to think that this is an injury that's going to keep Daniel out for the rest of the season. So that's a little bit of a different take than what Joe said last week, which was he couldn't say that definitively. So my sense is that the Giants are getting more positive news out of Jones's scans for his next train. Daniel, again, was out on the practice field. He is cleared for non-contact, which is essentially every day for a quarterback, but he's not cleared for contact yet. It's very unlikely that he will play on Sunday. They will revisit it when they get home next week, and then we'll see about the final games of the season. Cowboys at MetLife Stadium, then the day after Christmas, at Philly, then in Chicago, and then the finale against the Washington football team at the Meadowlands. So we'll see. We'll see where Daniel's at. And, you know, look, if if his injury does not improve, they're not going to put him out there and risk further injury. So there's still a little bit of uncertainty there. But the Giants seem to believe that this is not going to be a season-ending injury just yet. It still may be, but... They'll have to make that determination, and we'll, we'll see where that goes. Quarterback number two is Mike Glennon. Obviously, Mike Glennon started on Sunday. He gets a concussion at some point in the game and now is in concussion protocol. Here's what I know about concussion protocol. As much as teams believe guys will clear and pass protocol, It really does come down to the third-party neurologist. Now, the Giants will not push Glennon to the point where they think they're going to get clarity and clearance from the third party unless they believe he's going to get clarity and clearance. So Wednesday, Mike Glennon did not practice. Uh, he He did have his helmet on. He was out on the field for stretch, but he did not practice. Joe Judge said before practice on Wednesday to us that he thought there was some optimism regarding Glennon being able to get cleared in time to play and start on Sunday. It's still uncertain. There are still steps that Glennon has to clear. Can he clear those hurdles? Sure, it's possible. Uh, Is it likely? I can't say that right now. I'll have a better idea tomorrow if Mike Glennon is participating in non-contact practice, because then the usual step would be on Friday, he is a full participant in practice, then he would get 
cleared first by the Giants doctors and then by the third party. I do believe that if Mike Glennon gets cleared, that he will likely start on Sunday. But that's still a big if. So that brings us to Jake Fromm. And it's to me, it, it's a great story. And if you're rooting for the story, you want to see Jake Fromm start on Sunday. One quarter into that game, you may look back and say, man, did I really need to see Jake Fromm play? But right now, the anticipation and just the way things came together, I think it's a great it's something intriguing. I mean, let's be honest. The Giants are 4-8 and eight right now. You know, fans want blood. Fans want firings. Fans want the Giants to talk draft. Fans want to see who's coming back. Who's going to be the offensive coordinator? Is the head coach in trouble? GM candidates. All that stuff. To me, there's time to get to all that stuff. And I will be at SoFi Stadium on Sunday. I want to cover an intriguing game. I want to see a fun game. I'd love a fun story. Can we say for certainty that Jake Fromm could not write the story that Mike White wrote for the Jets? I can't say that with certainty. Jake Fromm goes out there. I mean, you're talking about a guy who has a college pedigree. This is not a quarterback who's coming from a school that did not compete at the highest level possible. That doesn't automatically make Jake Fromm an NFL quarterback. But there's certainly a resume there that maybe, just maybe, if a guy gets an opportunity, he raises his level of play and does things with a game plan suited to his strengths. Maybe you compete out there with the Chargers. It was a very good team. They're obviously right in the thick of the race. Justin Herbert is outstanding. But the Chargers now have questions. Keenan Allen is in COVID protocol after testing positive. Another star wide receiver, Mike Williams, was placed on the COVID list on Wednesday due to being a close contact with Keenan Allen. That's the top two weapons through the air for Justin Herbert. So those players don't play. You want to say strong offense or weakened offense for the Chargers against a very good defense in the Giants, maybe they make a couple plays, keep things interesting. We'll see. But right now, Jake Fromm took all of the first team reps on Wednesday. So the Giants are operating that Fromm is the guy until he's not the guy. And that's where we're at with the quarterback situation. So be very interesting the next couple days. Obviously, keep checking NorthJersey.com and my Twitter account. Again, at Art underscore Stapleton. And I'll keep giving you all the updates, what you need to know about the quarterback situation. All right, let's let's talk a little bit of what this trip has been. Uh, I'll take you on the inside for me a little bit to see where we're at. We were in Fort Lauderdale because that's the, the spot you want to be for Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, it's really in between Miami and Fort Lauderdale. So if you have the choice to get to Fort Lauderdale, it's a little bit easier of a trip, less hectic. I'm beyond the age where I need to go to the Miami nightlife. So I was in Fort Lauderdale. We cover the game, then had to wait a day to get a connecting flight from Fort Lauderdale to Atlanta and then to Tucson yesterday. Got here yesterday in Tucson, walked around the campus, beautiful campus. Friends of mine have gone here. Uh, it, it's 
it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Everything out here is expect is everything you'd expect. So on Wednesday was the first day of the Giants practice. But here's what had to happen. We had to get to the Giants hotel in order to get our weekly COVID test. And it's about 20 minutes away at a resort, foothills and the mountains. It's it's if you had to think of a picture that matched the word majestic, that's what that is. The Giants, the backdrop to the Giants hotel is just majestic. So did the COVID test on Wednesday, thankfully came back negative. So we were cleared to go and practice, get to the the campus, which is about a 20 minute walk from our hotel. Uh, again, we're not staying at the team hotel. So when we walked up onto the practice facility, we had to wait to get our credentials. There were two young boys and their and their mom who were there, and they were wearing Giants jerseys. The eight-year-old was wearing Saquon Barkley, and the six-year-old was actually wearing Odell Beckham Jr. And what I came to find out is that the six-year-old basically borrowed the eight-year-old's old OBJ jersey. So they were there, and they were obvious. They see, you know, this isn't like a Super Bowl where fans are coming into town. They were there. They found out the Giants were there, and they wanted to be able to come out and see if they can catch them. Lived about 20 minutes away, talked to the mom afterwards and got his story. Uh, the older one, his name is Elika, E-L-I-C-A. And he became a Giants fan because of Odell Beckham Jr. But he told his friends at school that they needed to call him Eli. And not just Eli, but Eli Manning. And the mom laughed and she said that's what he wanted to be called, Eli Manning, not just Eli. So I thought that was great. I took a picture of the boys with their mom's permission. It's in my story on NorthJersey.com, but it's also on my Twitter account. Check it out. It's fun. They met with Joe Judge a little bit. They got to try to wait for players to come away from practice. Now, it wasn't a huge scene where they got autograph after autograph and selfie after selfie, but it was a kind of a cool thing to see being on the scene. Those are the things I would have never seen that had I not been on this trip. Uh, Seven of us on the beat are here. Uh, Probably every regular outlet that you follow along with Giants coverage Hopefully, we are at the top of your list. Uh, That's why we do this podcast. That's why we continue with our daily coverage. I know the team is 4-8. I know it's hard to get back up every Sunday, follow the team. You want to read about the future. Believe me, I will be all over it. I will have all your GM candidates if Dave Gettleman is not here next year. I will have all of your candidates and all the different, different chances that Joe Judge will construct this staff. I personally think Joe Judge will be back for year three. If that were not to happen, and I think these next five games and how this team performs could go ways to convincing John Mara and Steve Tisch that regardless of everything that's happened around Joe Judge, that he deserves a year three. I would agree with that. I know right now I'm in the in the minority, You know, the vocal majority on social media, emailing, is that Joe Judge is out. Joe Judge should be out. Uh, 
I'm not going down that road. You had two years with Ben McAdoo, two years with Pat Shermer. You have to give Joe Judge a third year because of everything that's happened. I know that might create a little bit of complication if you bring in a new general manager. We'll get to that. I'm one of the belief that you don't need the general manager to hire his head coach. I know I'm in a minority. I think you just want guys who have like thinking and they can be on the same page and work together. And that's what I'm looking for uh, if, if I'm the Giants and I still believe in Joe Judge as a head coach. So, like I said, you're going to get all of that. Don't worry. I will provide it. NorthJersey.com in the print editions of the record. Also on USA Today's website. In print in USA Today when warranted. And obviously, our all-in podcast. Another week is gone and gone. We took you on the road this week to Tucson. And obviously, we'll be back next week for the Cowboys. And then we have something cooking, hopefully, for a special episode for Christmas week. So, Thanks for listening as always, and as long as we're all in, I appreciate you're all in. That's what this is all about. We'll see you next week.